0: All right, so from about 2010 until 2012, my family was living in Hawaii because my dad got transferred to Hickam, Hickam Pearl Harbor. Uh, So two things happened uh, during that time. The first one is that Hawaii had their very first ever tsunami. And the second one is that my brother Zachary got a job on the set of Hawaii 5 And you wouldn't think that those two things were related, but they are. So when the tsunami came in, Hawaii had no idea how to deal with it, because like I said, they'd never had one before. And so everybody's like scrambling, trying to get away from the inundation zone, but everybody is trying to move uh, on the entire island. They're all moving inward, um, created massive amounts of traffic and chaos and confusion. And so when after that happened they were able to create you know their tsunami plans and so when the second one hit they had a better idea of who needed to evacuate and what needed to be done and then the second thing my my brother getting his job is that he 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 got really into film production and filmmaking and television and all that sort of stuff and so he wanted to create an online um TV show and it was, it was the zombie apocalypse. So it was, uh, the zombie apocalypse hit and they're stranded, the, everybody's stranded on Hawaii and they can't get off. And so they have to fight off these zombies. And he was basing it off of my family. And so he calls me up. And at the time I was, let's see, 2012, I was in Utah and he calls me up and he's like, Hey, Cassie, I need you to figure out what your character is doing. While our family is stranded in Hawaii, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool," and so I started writing up something, and I ended up writing a book, because that's just how I roll. And so I, I I wrote the book, and the book was so long that it ended up getting split into three books, and I published them, and it was it's a lot of fun. It's just it's like literally the zombie apocalypse I call it affectionately my zombie apocalypse family drama. And the and but it got my family thinking, you know, what would happen if the zombie apocalypse hit? Would we we are absolutely nothing like the stones in my books, like, you know, they're total. Bosses who can fight zombies with their bare hands and that's just not happening with my family, you know So we're trying to figure out could we actually survive the zombie apocalypse? And what does that mean? So we um, We got together as a family family council. My family moved from Hawaii back to the mainland. It's the mainland by the way It is not the states. So they moved back to the mainland and we we started Figuring stuff out because my my family moved to Offutt where my dad was stationed next, and Offutt what a lot of people don't know is um, the the strategic uh, SAC strategic something Air Command I don't know strategic something command anyway um, it's a it's a nuclear hotspot if if war were to break out that is one of the first places that would be hit and you wouldn't think that Omaha Nebraska would be high up on that list but apparently so. So when my dad got moved there, we had to figure out, in the case of war breaking out, if something were to happen, if the zombie apocalypse were to hit, what, what would we do? Would we be able to survive? And so we started cataloging all of the things that we can do. And I'm going to read it off because it's, it's a little extensive because I've got a big family. So my dad, as military, uh, uh, he's military, he has hunting abilities, and he's intelligence gathering. My mom is education and community organizing. My brother, DJ, is an electrician, off-the-grid networking. Jordan is, a, is education and survival training and military also. He was a bomb babysitter in uh, at Hill Air Force Base for three years or something like that. So there you go. Got to sit on bombs for three years. His wife is clothing and food preparation. My brother, Zachary, is hunting, fishing, and negotiations. If life were a D&D game, this boy would have 20 charisma, I'm just saying. His wife is hunting, fishing, and horse wrangling. She's actually really good. That's how they met. Fun story, but that's a story for another day. My brother Adam is off-grid networking, and his wife is education and healthcare. She actually has her undergraduate degree in uh, I think it's epidemiology. I don't know. She studies pandemics, which I feel is very timely. Um and my sister Amber is animal training and emergency rescue. She's planning to become a, a rescue a helicopter rescue pilot for like the National Park Service, which is really cool. My brother Noah is plumbing and security. He is just—I think he's about to start his plumbing. Um, he's about to start his plumbing apprenticeship, or he's—he's he's in the works. But he does currently work for a plumbing. Uh, agency. And then um, security, he actually originally was going to go into the police. And thank goodness that didn't happen because <laughs> the, the anti-police sentiment right now is worse. I would rather he went into the military. His wife, uh, she can make clothing. She can. Uh, she's doing education. She's healthcare. She actually has her degree in nursing. My brother Ethan is uh, apprenticing with my brother's my brother DJ is an electrician. He is, He knows how to do metallurgy. He, he worked at a forge for a little while. Um, and he actually, there was like a whole stint in his homeschool thing where he was like doing emergency stuff. So he learned how to make soap and shampoo. And like, so, you know, we're set. And then I'm kind of, I, I, I don't know, I was grandfathered in. So, you know, I'm cute, I guess. I think I could marry a doctor. That, that would be helpful. For one thing, when you say, prepare for the zombie apocalypse, people look at you like you're absolutely crazy. Okay, let's be real. It's probably not going to be an actual zombie apocalypse, okay? Uh, The odds of the dead crawling out of the ground are pretty slim. I'm not going to say they're nil because, yeah, you never know. But it's pretty slim. But, like, what would it actually look like? And and we have believe it or not we have examples of what this would look like. Um, natural disasters. There was, you know, a, the, the hurricane just hit Florida, and they're having to deal with the aftermath of that. Their governor DeSantis straight up told looters that if they start looting, he's going to have, he's going to shoot at them. So we have Hurricane Katrina that hit New Orleans in 2005. And it was, I mean, these were major catastrophes and people weren't prepared. They didn't have water. They didn't have food. They didn't know what to do without electricity. I think there's a movie. I can't remember. I think it's Hurricane Katrina about this guy whose child was in the NICU and he had to like stay up for an absurd amount of time cranking this generator. That would keep his baby alive because they didn't have power, and so every thirty minutes he had to crank this generator for like fifteen minutes so that it would keep his baby alive. So we're we're not prepared for stuff like that. In two thousand three, the New York blackout that like took out all the power in the city of New York. People didn't have power for up to four days. Their food went bad. They they didn't they couldn't have water. A lot of people don't know that the the plumbing. Rec- Lies on electricity too, so yeah, you can flush your toilet for a while, but then the water stops coming back. Then we have attacks on American soil. 9/11. Who would have thought that 9/11 would happen? But it did, and and we had to deal with the aftermath of that because we weren't prepared. We didn't have food. We didn't have emergency care. It's just like I mean, this isn't this isn't something that is unknown to us. And yet for whatever reason, whenever these things happen, people are completely unprepared. Not completely, and not everybody, but you know what I mean. Back during the Cold War, people were much more prepared because it was genuinely likely. And I think it let's see, I think it's 1984, the movie Red Dawn came out, and I mean, my mom when, when she saw that, she was terrified because she she was like, this is what we're dealing with. This could legitimately happen. That was a genuine fear that people had that Russia was going to come to America and take us over, and we were going to have to figure out how to fight back in a situation where we almost literally could not fight back. So it's not, you know, we, we, we use it for our fiction, but it's real life too, and we're not, in a position where that would, if that were to happen, we would be able to deal with it. Food shortages, uh, I think it's like, what? 70 something of food processing plants have burned down just in the last year and a half. Where, if, if we run out of food on the shelves, how are you going to get food? Where is it going to come from? Do you have a garden? Do you have chickens? Do you have Amish neighbors? A, it's a joke. Do not do anything to your Amish neighbors. You got to figure this stuff out. And the the thing is, is it's like the army handbook. I think the the army rangers handbook. It says if uh, if you don't, if you can't find food, if you're if if something happens and you can't find food, find the Amish and the Mormons. That is terrifying. I mean, the idea that the U.S. military is telling people. To go into the homes of private citizens and take the stuff that they themselves have shored up for contingencies—that's not—that's not something that's never happened before. When hoarding laws go into effect, anything that you have, the government can come and just take from you. You've got all these people who are who are buying up gold, and that's great and whatever. But if the world were to end tomorrow, you can't eat gold. Uh, you're much better off storing wheat or. Um, toilet paper or tampons. You know who's going to be rich at the end of the world? The people who have an entire stockpile of tampons, I'm just saying. So knowing all of this, if you had to leave your house tomorrow, like if something happened and you had to leave your house tomorrow, would you have what you need? My family, again, going back to when my dad worked at Offit, we had multiple emergency plans. So we had 24 hours notice, We had 12 hours, we had one hour, and we had 15 minutes. What would we do, what would we take, what would we, where would we go if we had 24 hours to plan our evacuation from our home? Where would we go, what would we take if we had 12 hours, if we had one hour, if we had 15 minutes? so we had 72-hour kits that were in our garage, and if something happened, we could grab them. We're good for three days, and everybody had one. It wasn't like I had a 72-hour kit that I had to share between my eight, my seven siblings, and I. We all had our own. There's a Volkswagen commercial which is really hilarious. It's like there's this this meteorite that's coming down. It's going to hit the 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 It's gonna make landfall, and everybody's like freaking out and evacuating. They're getting in their cars and they're driving away. And uh, you got this couple, and they're like, Let's go, let's go. And they throw their stuff in the back of the Volkswagen, and they're looking at it, and it's like completely empty. And they're like, We can fit more stuff. And so they go in their house and they grab the most random stuff. They grab their TV, they grab uh, their exercise ball, they grab their blender. And the girl, as they're driving away, the girl's like, Did we get the juicer? And he's like, We don't have a juicer. It's like, it doesn't matter how much your car can fit if you're not taking the right stuff. Um, so one one way that you can determine whether or not you have the right stuff in your car if you had to drive away is go camping with just the stuff in your car. I did this when I was in um, Utah and my parents got mad because I went by myself and you know, that's probably not the safest thing to do. Um, but I, I went, camping with just what I had in my car. I wanted to, I wanted to make sure that I was in, if, if something happened, I was in a position where I could just get in my car and drive away and I would be fine. I had food. I did not have enough water. I, I had a tent. I did not have enough, um, cover. Like, I was really cold. Um, I didn't have, uh, I, I didn't have a hatchet. I, I had one of those, like, Portable chainsaw things, which are basically worthless, get a hatchet. The 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 hand chainsaw is dumb. Um, so that that's good. I I figured out what I needed to change and what I needed to uh, to add. Um, but if you don't if you don't put yourself in a position where that's all you have, and and that's what I did. I didn't take. I didn't buy anything before I went. I just went with what was in my car. But you need to know your circumstances. Uh, if something were to happen, how are you going to get out of work? How are your kids going to get out of school? There are lockdown procedures in schools now. If something were to happen, they lock all of the doors and the windows, and your kids are basically imprisoned there. How are they going to get out? We, all of my siblings had an escape plan from their schools. They, they knew which window to break. They knew which, you know, bushes to duck behind. They knew which road to get to, to where my parents were going to pick them up. We knew all of this stuff because we wanted to be prepared so that if something happened, do you know that? Do you know how to get your kids out of their school? Do your kids know how to get out of their school? Do you guys have a meeting place? Is there some place that you can go that everybody would know about where you would be able to group up before you move on to the next place? Do you have an end zone? Do you have a safe place that you can go? Um, you, it's just These are things that you honestly do need to think about and not just because the zombie apocalypse is going to hit because again, we don't know what it's going to look like. What skills? Can you, con- can you contribute? My, like I said, my family has a zombie apocalypse survival team, and we're adding to it all the time. Every time we meet somebody with a usable skill, we're like, cool, how would you like to join our zombie apocalypse survival team? So find a skill. A skill that can't be taken away from you, a skill that will that will help you in the long run. Um, there's almost, almost everywhere you live, you're going to be able to find some place that can teach you life skills, whether it's welding or electrical, plumbing, woodcraft, fishing, hunting, CPR. The, that's something that we don't really consider is, are you CPR and first aid certified? That's something that you can do really easily all of the girls in my family except for one sister-in-law which is super funny because we actually didn't teach any of our sisters-in-law this they all just kind of came into it knowing how to do it is crocheting so we can all crochet sewing and quilting that's something i can actually do i can quilt not i'm not like great at it by any means but it'll keep people warm the difference between can you survive the zombie apocalypse and can you not, is are you prepared? Because being prepared is the difference between those who survive and those who get eaten by the zombies.